top of that pops in our key. I am the uh, incre uh, incre uh, incredible jet. You could be black, white, pink, purple, fat, skinny, tall, short. Milk, as long milk. as you can yeah. murk on that mic, yeah. that is all that matters. I'm a bad man, you're not a bad man. <laughs> that's basically, that's basically <laughs> crap. I'm a bad man, you're not a bad man. And all these type of raves. Yeah. That was ram, no yes, trouble. Yes, yes, yes. But there's no girls there. There's what? couple, but it's yeah. not really yeah. like before. <laughs> you get me? Is that the tune called More Girls? All right, go again. We need some more girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying that's what I'm from here. That was nice. That was nice. And that came from us I being in a tune. rave. Just freestyling, saying, right, there's beer. That's your tune, isn't it, fam? Yeah, 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 yeah. The drum, the bass, the sound of London's and the UK streets. Jungle, UK Garage and Grime are three original black music genres that have influenced sound and culture throughout the world. So get your gun fingers at the ready as we go behind the BPM. Afrobeat, hip-hop, lovers rock, jungle, UK Garage, Grime, Afro Swing. With its fusion of Caribbean, African and American sounds all served with a UK twist, Britain can claim to be black music's most innovative hub. This is Sounds of Black Britain. This episode is all about the rise of jungle, UK garage and grime. Three innovative black-led EDM movements that changed the way we listen to music, rave to it and the fashion around it. Joining me to dig a little deeper into things are General Levy and Frisco. You guys might not know this. So on the podcast already, we've spoken about scout, we've spoken about lovers rock, we've spoken about reggae. We haven't spoken about jungle and we haven't really gone deep, deep, deep into grime. So this is why you two experts are here today, so we can talk about it. Um, But one of the things I've really enjoyed doing is actually tracing the origins of these genres. We've spoken Mm -hmm. about jazz, funk and soul and how that's a big part when it comes to sampling and hip hop. Mm -hmm. So I'd love for you to tell me the origins of jungle. In your opinion? Well, I came into Jungle fairly, fairly late after its invention. You know what I mean? I came fairly late into the scene because I was doing reggae, a uh, dance style DJ. Mm. I heard about Jungle from about 1992, 93. Okay. So, and then I did my track 1994. I basically came in through M Beat, mm-hmm. a prominent producer mm-hmm. at the time, and they approached me to do the track. I was actually living over East London at the time. I'm from Northwest London, but I was staying with my baby mother, Michelle, and she was a big jungle junglist. And yeah. I mean, and I used to go down here, getting nuts to this thing on the radio. So I got in, okay, we'll see where I go on. So <laughs> this is how we kind of flow into the team. It's the girls there, you know what I mean? Yeah, she liked yeah. the thing. I was a reggae, I was a dancehall man. And I'm from Northwest London, where in Northwest, there wasn't really on the jungle team. Right, okay. I was, there was a predominantly a reggae community where I come from, mm. dancehall community. So it was like a new thing. And then started to go to a few dances and that. And then, then I was approached, apparently, MB, who was a jungle producer. Right. He got in touch with her to get in touch with me to get, in, to get into this jungle, to do so a jungle So what had track. he heard from you before that point? You said you oh, were a regular yeah, 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 yeah. What he, kind of he, stuff he, were you putting out? I had a track called Them No Wicked. Okay. Which was like a kind of, like a hip-hop kind of reggae track. Mm. But do, do, you, do, have, do. you had tunes before that, though? Yeah, I had beer tunes had, before that. Yeah, dance or tune, he yeah. handled them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, MB actually... So he would have known them. So. Yeah, I was doing a lot of stuff because before 1993 it was when I kind of heard about the scene, but I'd, I'd been on this on, on the on the UK dance hall, mm-hmm. like, radar for, like, since about 1990, it once so I'd kind of yeah. built a name up for myself so I was already out there but just in a different genre of music right okay it's interesting because today I feel that less people jump on genres of music that they're not known for making yeah I, at that time when yeah. you when I took he it as approached a you I, took okay. it, I didn't take it serious I okay, didn't okay. I didn't look at jungle as nothing because I thought reggae is the it downside is the thing yeah, yeah. I want to be the next Buju Banton, right. I want to be the next Bounty, I want to be the next Beanie. That's, yeah. That was my head. So when they approached me to do this track now, I was like, a dub. I'm like, okay, they've got a little scene. It's like as if a man approached you and say, yo, I've got a little techno sound and I want mm. to do a quick techno thing. Say, no, let me hear the beat. Here, yeah, I can ride that. And you jump on it. And next okay. minute, that tune blows up. It was really organic. It wasn't done with any plan to say, mm. on their part, I think they knew what they were doing. They knew that they needed this element because before I'd done that vocal, a lot of jungle tracks that were big were samples. samples yeah, a lot yeah, of Jamaican yeah. samples. So yeah. they didn't and have... And you'd listen to those or you hadn't even yeah, listened yeah, to those? Yeah, yeah, because I'd heard them. I'd heard them thing there because I went to a couple, one or two Astoria. I went to something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jungle Mania. I went to, because okay. you know I mean? I followed the girl, you know what I mean? <laughs> she won't go to jungle. Me and my bridge scatter. We go with the girl. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him, I deal with Trisha, me, I deal with Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, go. And we are roll. Every 
every great story. Every great story. As a woman. It's not simple. I just was. I just wanted to talk to a nice woman. Yeah, man. We following. I'm following my brownie. My brownie. I mean, my brownie. That time, hey, my brownie, Missy. And she, and so we went to um, she take me to the jungle river. <laughs> 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 I was like, all right, we're going for the jungle thing and looking. And next minute, she did they did the uh, remix of the I uh, heard Marlon. They were doing one or two remixes of reggae tracks and dance. Like I done experimenting with my voice, mm-hmm. so it was just a link up now. So when he, because he actually liked Michelle from school, because they're East London. He okay. come from East London. She come from East London. Right, okay. All right. So he kind of fancied her. So when he heard that she's dealing with the big general. <laughs> Yadi with the big general. <laughs> it's basically that. It's like Yadi with the big general. Oh my so, god! You know what I mean? Let's make a link. So no. that's, what, that's what MB did. Let's make a link, fam. He's, you know what I mean? He that's comes yes. Because he did like her from a long time. That's from actually, school. That is yeah, hilarious. Man. From school, he did check for us. I'm still. learning loads. First of all, yeah, thank you very much, Michelle. Because without you, what, you know, what yeah. would, where would we be? Nah, we don't even real. know. I had to big up Michelle yeah. in my book. I had Hundreds. to. Because yeah. really, I might not have made that link mm-hmm. with MB if it wasn't for her. Jungle has been called the sound of urban Britain. It takes dance music back to its black roots. It emerged in the late 80s as a breakaway from the rave scene when DJs started experimenting with black sounds. Until then, rave music attracted a largely white audience, but Jungle's rhythms and bass lines appealed to black youth. Emerging in the 1990s, Jungle was the rugged child of dancehall, hip-hop and electronica. With its mixture of heavy, heavy bass lines and moody melodic samples, often fused with rapid, ragged-inspired raps, Jungle was like old-school dub remastered for a new generation. UK Garage was its shinier, more smiley-faced cousin. The bass was turned down, slightly, and melodies came more to the fore, which led to the kind of commercial success that largely evaded Jungle. Distinct from the more soulful US version, UKG was unmistakably black and of the streets. Grime burst from the youngest bedrooms in East London in the early noughties. With its hard, harsh beats and homemade aesthetic, it was the antithesis of the UK garage sound and raving scene. And it made stars of a slew of young producers and spitters who made themselves household names. So for the uninitiated, this is the Black Curriculum Podcast. The whole point of these episodes... The whole point of this series is that we want people to really understand the history of black British music. So yeah. for anyone that doesn't know, yeah. you keep saying my tune, my tune, my yeah, tune. Yeah, incredible. The track was incredible. This okay. is how we came about with the track Incredible, how we linked up with Marlon, MB and the Rank Records crew. Big up Junior Hart, big up the Rank Records crew, big up Shora, big up everybody who was involved in it because it was an organic thing. Big up Mishi, everybody, because I wasn't really a junglist before. I was a reggae trying to do my... I had three awards. I already had three awards from 1992 for the best reggae album, um, Wicked, Wicked, Wicked General, the best single, which was Heat, and best reggae singer. So I'd already picked up awards in reggae from 1992. Yeah. Then I got signed to London Records in 1992 as well. So when I got signed to London Records, uh, which was uh, Pete Thomas, my A&R man, I had a good profile out there. I was in magazines and that kind of stuff. So I think... I'd already had a good run in the, in, in, in the dance or reggae scene in the UK. Plus, I just got this deal with London. Then I was approached by Rank at that time, Marlon, basically. We got this little jungle thing going right. on. You want to come through? And I said, boy, I'm signed in her. And I said, all right, I've done the tune. Then I told my manager, he said, okay, you shouldn't have done that. All right, <laughs> you're signed. You shouldn't have done that. But don't do the video. And then I did the video. <laughs> I did the video. And then um, the tune come out. It and blew up. It, it, wicked, wicked. Nice. Went to number 28 because this was an independent label. Right, so yeah. then what happened? We had to, we, London Records saw the momentum because the streets were talking. Mm. They, they, we, t- we, took it, we took it off the shelves. Right. They repackaged it, right. re-released it. They went to number eight right. in the charts with mm. the help of London Records. Yeah. London finally, they did a deal with Rank and they kind of sorted it out. And then I went and did Top of the Pops. And then that's how the track became a top 10. The yeah. first jungle track to go in the, in the mainstream charts. 100%. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Sick. I'm happy that you started <clears throat> with that because a lot of people would argue that jungle is the first distinctly black British original genre of music. Obviously things... It's always annoying when people are like, this was the first thing that was this and this was the... But for mm. a lot of people, jungle was the first time yeah. something was truly... British. 
Yeah. And it's interesting yeah. that yeah. now hearing you hearing you say there's yeah. been so many new genres in music, yeah. but they never start with women. Well, exactly. But well, it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's interesting yeah. that women were the reason that jungle. Of course, you know what like, I'm saying? You saying you went to the class for women. No one in Grimeland was saying, "Oh, I'm going to the club, the grime club yeah. for women." You get what uh, I'm saying? Like well, that wasn't what it was. So it's interesting for me to well, hear yeah, that mean, that is what was taking making women go to clubs because I think after yeah, jungle's making garage, the, right? the girl. No, the girls yeah. were on the jungle team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why well, it's a hype genre of music? on the jungle team it's hype yes man I mean I was following the, we followed the girl at that time you know was. the girl them said this thing I go on we followed them you know what I mean and that's what happened I mean at that time England was had a Jamaican the reggae music had the hip hop had the uh, jazz funk whatever electro hip hop you know what I mean going on but we didn't have no, nothing which was organically from yes. the UK yes. so that's what that's what it was and even when I said that on a concert it was misconstrued and misinterpreted by the media I said that in front of like 2,000 people all right, this is ours. We've created this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, we found the music. But when people read it in a magazine, it, it, they turned the we into an I. Okay. So this is where the mix-up came, mm. where people said, "What well, Levy said he created Jungle. He said he invented it. I didn't say that. I said this is at Walthamstow Assembly Hall in June the 19th, 1994. I said this in front of 2,000 people. We have created, we finally found our, 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 our lane found the lane you know yeah. we haven't got to be looking at hip hop and you know I mean Jamaica no disrespect they were good vibes but yeah. we've actually found our own little yeah. thing now yeah. you know and that's all I was trying to say yeah, yeah. I was happy I couldn't believe how many people come out for this music this is English it's yeah. not hip hop not a reggae concert. this is a junk and it was rap people was at that concert from 3 o'clock in the afternoon it didn't start till 7 they were camping <laughs> out they were camping out it was, yeah. like, it, was like, it was like it was like Woodstock Right. It was like Woodstock concert and it was bringing black and white, white people and Asian people all different ages together. Yeah. So I was just really shocked at the concert how many people was there and how beautiful it looked. Different colours, everybody mm -hmm. was there. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. we, we actually found it, we've created something here. But there was a, a, a journalist, a young guy and the thing is, I said, there's a little nerd looking youth, you know, it was a youth, it didn't even look like it was a, there's a little, little skinny, mm. you know what I mean, Caucasian youth, you know, it was just there. And he said, yeah, can I have a quick word with you? So I'm, I'm doing a little, a little route for the, for, for the face, you know what I mean, can I do a quick I said, all right, yeah, no problem. Come and go chat around the corner, man. So I mean, I go chat around the corner and say, yeah, man. You know what I mean? We've actually done it. We've actually, you know what I mean? Da, 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 da. And it's like he turned it all around and it's like he made it look like I was saying it was me. You know what mm. I mean? And it was, I didn't say it was me. I could never, I don't, I'm not a producer. I don't play keyboard. I don't operate in a studio. I could mm. never say me create, all I create is lyrics. If it's bars, that's me all yeah. day. Yeah, but yeah. I would never say that I'm the king <clears throat> or I created anything, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's, this is what happened, and they went out there, and a few people got on board, a few of the connoisseurs and the influencers of the scene, and, it, and it, they went a bit nuts. And a lot of people who went, who jumped on the wagon were people who wanted to get me out anyway, because with me out of the way, it makes it easier for them or their artists. So there's all different people who are jumping on the bandwagon. Get some people who don't want to see it going too reggae-fied, that, that was a quite a silent haters as well, the people who have seen it too, too black. You know what I mean? Because Mardi Wall and them must be in them like, oh, we me New talk to It's patois. Yeah. You know what I mean? Top yeah. of the pops. That's like, we, I mean, how can I get a top tune singing <laughs> yeah. like, Booyaka, Booyaka, when the general I pass, Booyaka, top of the pops in our king. I am the incredible, incredible budget. It's like some people's like, no, we're, we're English is going down the drain. The music's going down the So a lot of people who's in England who have been on that wagon, like, come on, man, we're going to, it's getting a bit too, you know what I mean? Getting a bit too, too jungle fever, you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's a lot of things, reasons why they want to get me out of the way. You know what I mean? There's people who would like to be in my position. There's people who didn't want to see it was too black. There's people who just thought that, they believed that I said that I, I was the king or I invented it, who generally thought, who does he think he is? And it's uh, all these people's on the wagon, and it's a heavy wagon. Well, from a person who was there at the beginning of Jungle in terms of actually being present and making it and having a track now that still lives to this day as one of the biggest and best songs to come out of Britain. Um, I feel weird calling you Frisco because it's just my brother. But Frisco, hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was weird talking to you. But I want to hear from you about living in that time and experiencing Jungle as a listener and being someone who is one of the biggest MCs to, be, to live in this country now. What did that look like then to you? How I was introduced to Jungle was my dad. My dad used to go Jungle Raves. Yeah. Yeah, he used to be a Jungle Raver. I used to know some of the DJs and the MCs. My dad's from Hackney. Oh, well, I'm in, from, in the obviously, you know where I'm from. I'm from Tottenham. I grew mm. up in Tottenham. See, yeah. But I used to go to my dad's yeah, 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 yeah. I get on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, my dad 
um, used to have the tapes in his car, playing it on yeah, radio, Cool FM or whatever yeah, not. So that was my first intro into hearing something that weren't reggae or hip hop okay. or R&B yeah, or yeah. revival, like, you know, the stuff revival, that you're used to hearing yeah, in your yeah, house. Studio mm-hmm. one and yeah, so, because I never heard Jungle growing up. So no, you're going no, to your dad's house on the weekends. Yeah. And hearing so Monday this to mad fr- music, Monday to Friday, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hearing Saturday, these MCs yeah, yeah. going sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. hearing Skibbity, yeah. Shabba, even General Levy's tune. I used to have it on on a tape. Yeah, I used to have a D6. Oh tape. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just one song on the whole tape. Oh, you say? You think you're laughing? No, 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 it's real. It's wait, wait, wait. One tune on the whole tape. The whole tape was just. Wicked, oh, wicked. Oh, and when wow. it finished, oh, the next one, the whole side. Flip it over. Cassette. Flip it over. Yeah, the same thing, yeah. the whole tape, D60. Wow. Yeah. Remember that, yeah? Then I think the first time I went to a jungle rave was Cool School. Okay. Remember they used to do Cool School? It was like an under 18. They had the, they had the over 18s one, yeah. but they had the under 18s one, Cool School. They used Wait, what area was it in? It was in, it was in um, the first one I went to was in Springfield in Hackney. Okay. And then they moved it to um, EQ. Power, it was called Powerhouse them times. Okay, yeah, power, no, Powerhouse. Where, yeah. on, you know the club that Deja Vu used to be on top of? Yes. That club, that's okay. where they moved it to. So that was my first introduction. And was intro, this the intro. only music you were listening to at the time? No, or I was still you... listening to, to Bashment and Dancehall. But um, this is Dance like the that. music that you're listening to. This is, but this everybody is an, in school had a... Yeah, job, this is a new thing that... Right. Right now, everything's to the side. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is what yeah, man's yeah, listening yeah, to. Yeah, mad, Every mad. man's coming into school with Walkman tapes, swapping tapes. Yeah. Like, that was what the thing was for, like, <laughs> yeah. at least... Toward, like, throughout my whole secondary school life until it got to, like, maybe year 10 is when the garage started mm-hmm. to come. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And did you start emceeing around this time as well, or you just purely... I was emceeing to Jungle. What are you talking about? Not, okay, so you was emceeing... Not, not to... Not, not anyone... You, as in when you started writing lyrics? When I first started writing lyrics was to Jungle. To Jungle, okay. Yeah. Right. First lyric I ever wrote Wicked. was a, was a right. jungle lyric. Right, mad, okay. mad, mad, yeah, mad, yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. So Incredible went to number eight. Yes. Was there sometimes people will see, it happens in a lot of scenes where, you know, the first song breaks through, that song from a new genre goes high in the charts and then all of a sudden you see loads of yeah. songs are coming through. Well, Did that I, happen with Jungle? No, they didn't want the vocal. Yeah. They right. didn't, they didn't, the, the vocal, that's what I'm saying, that's what the problem was. It was going too vocal orientated. Right. I mean... My track and also what's his name, um, UK Apache with the I am the oh yeah, original These two tracks was a two kind of premier jungle tracks. Yeah. I'm telling you, these two. So facts. those two songs facts. are, I don't want to say mainstream, but they're the songs that, that even if you're over, outside of the scene, they, they you're gonna know of them too. Them, yes. them tune bust the scene, and then after that, nothing. All right, because yeah, and it's like they changed the direction of the jungle from there. Okay, they changed the direction. It became more DJ orientated, okay. and yeah. or. or um, or the DJs with the live MCs, you get the Skibbers, you get the Shabbers, right. yeah. you get the Harry Shotters, you get the MC. But MC Depp was there from the beginning anyway. Yeah. But what it was, it's like as if they kind of arrested the development of the artist. We were artists, because I remember I was already coming from another um, yes. genre yeah, of reggae. Yeah. So I was already kind of seasoned as, as an artist already. Yeah. Mm. And so was UK Apache to us, because he'd already he'd kind of flirted with reggae. He had one mm-hmm. or two dancehall tunes out before the, jung- before the jungle hit Nutter. So we were, we were artists. And I personally think that they didn't want it to go in, and I don't know why, man, but they didn't want the artist to have the control. I mean, even when I done um, um, Incredible, if you if you see the, the cover of the tr- the cover of the record, my face ain't on it. Right. It's M beat. Right. So you could tell that the kind of the meds that yeah. was on. Yeah. It's more of a DJ orientated team. DJ producer. Yes, yeah, a DJ. Yeah. yeah. Big DJ name featuring. You've got to put your glasses name. on to yeah. see the name. So <laughs> that, I think that's what they were kind of. I don't know why they wanted it to kind of go that way, but they kind of had it in that kind of direction. So that's why there wasn't more Incredibles. After we kind of broke through with the, with the artist side of it, mm-hmm. they took it they back, took it back and, and, and kept it as the MCs. Fine, MCs okay. and, yeah. and these tapes went as viral. Hosts, yeah. Because we wasn't out there doing shows, mm-hmm. all right, because of my little controversy thing, I wasn't able to be turning up at these raves Fine, with, with Skibber. Okay, and right. so a lot of these tapes, these classic, classic tapes, all right, I, 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 I'm in awe of these tapes because I was like, I wish I could have turned up, but I was on, I was on the blacklist them time there. Right. I had the big tune, incredible, it, might, it would play in the rave, all right, but to me physically be there, because of my little controversy, I wasn't able to be there. Fine, so okay. Skibber, Skibber and, and, and the thing about it is Skibber and um, even Heartless Crew, 
they used to listen to General Levy. So I'm the favourite MC's favourite MC. So people would be like going crazy for Heartless Crew and, 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 and Bushkin and, 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 and Skibber. But Skibber, them know about the general. But this new public didn't know about the general. They know about the one tune, but they don't know how how how, it, yeah, how the yeah. story go. Right. But Skipper them did know about the general and 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 Harry Shot and all these empty. Then they, they know about me, but I wasn't there physically. Because right. even Bushkin Timmy said, "In buy my whole album, wickedness, in, wicked general, and learn the whole album." Big up Bushkin, because that made me know that the music did reach out mm. to, to reach out to the youths. Mm-hmm. Then you know what I mean. To him to buy my album and learn the whole album that meant a lot to me because I, I respect Bushkin as a great artist. Yeah. But even Dizzy yeah. Rascal tell me that as well. Yeah. And even JME told me that I would never know what influence I've had. He said, you never know how much you've influenced. He said something like that to me quickly. There's a quick thing at one extra. Yeah. Like he, it's he, true though. He said, you will no, never, he said, he said, you will never know how much true. you've influenced. And it, it must be, so yeah, I can, I can imagine a world where, you know, it's that one little thing that didn't happen that mm. made the whole path of it go completely another yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you said, so UKG was when you was what, year 10? Yeah, year 10, year, year 11. Nine, so year we're t- talking... Between year nine and the end of school. Why do you think then, Frisco, that, Jungle had that one path, but then UKG was non-stop, top 10 hits, artists were actually front-facing, you knew who was singing on the songs. That's what yeah. in my book, and it, What do you think the difference between the two were? I think mm. because the people that were in control of the scene in Jungle, mm. their narrative was to not have artists. Mm. The people that were in control of the scene in Garage, right. mm. At the time, mm. like when you started hearing um, the, the click flowers, and all them type of songs, yeah? Yeah, yeah, they were the people that were not flowers, but like master ceremonies, master ceremonies, yeah. like, okay, yes, those yeah, type yeah. of tunes, yes, like with, yeah, yeah. with PSG yeah, yeah, and Creed yeah, 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 and all those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. They were the actual guys that were maybe not them like individually, but they were the in they were the scene basically. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. If you go to if you was to go to a, um, a house and guys rave at that time, you're going to hear either CKP, mm. you're going to hear DT, you're mm. going to hear Creed. Those are the guys that you're going to hear and those are the guys that you were hearing on music. There's, it was still not let the youth through. That's how Grime was born because oh. it was still, they but, still weren't, it's just the same way. Keepers. Gatekeepers. They, interesting. Yeah, they didn't want the youth so you had, in the garage spitting what we were okay, spitting about. So we had jungle music. And so it was producers had, that didn't want artists to lead. Then you had UK garage that had it carried, it artists, on. but they didn't want youth to lead. And then so the youth said, "Cool, we're going to make grime music." Wow. So that's why. Okay, so before you continue yeah. your story, I just this is just for me. Yeah. Okay. What did grime not let people do? Grime never not let, and this is one of the things about grime. Yeah. You could be black, white, pink, purple, fat, skinny, tall, short. Milk, as long milk. as you can yeah. murk on that mic, yeah. that is all that matters. Right, okay. Like in the room of radio, pirate radio, because that's mm. where it starts. Mm. As long as you can stand up and say a lyric that yeah, everyone yeah. goes, bah, bah, yeah. to. Mm. Don't matter what, who you are, what you look yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're allowed here, you're boom, welcome. Boom, I love yeah. that, love that. That was one of the, the main Elements Appe- appeals to grime. To grime. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you said you started writing your first lyrics that you ever wrote were over Jungle. Yeah. So what happened when UKG started coming in? What what were you doing? UKG, I was I was going to so at this time I would have been going to like more like when I'd left school. Mm. I started going to like garage raves and that. Yeah. Um so I was more going to the garage raves. Don't get me wrong, I started going on radio around that time, like on Freak FM. Yeah. So um <clears throat> I was with Scotty B and I would have been MC into Garage but at that time I used to like the two-step the, like the more harder Garage right like the doom 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 yeah, 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 like yeah, them yeah, type yeah, of yeah, Garage yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. like I never yeah. really I didn't mind the four to the floor stuff mm-hmm. but the two-step was my thing yeah, that's straighten, straighten, got the yeah, skip yeah, on yeah, it yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's where the MC yeah, man, you can ride the rhythm the rhythm yeah. can, can like bubble the four to the floor part you can't really you so can it's, but it's dancing it's not really it's, for me yeah. technical for lyrics yeah you know what I mean it's dancing but the straight I'm saying the two step thing you can more bars to so that was my more side of Garage that I used to like okay then um, like Wiley started making he was making Garage but his Garage used to sound a little bit more dark right and a little bit more like Grimy. Yo. Grimy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they mm. were the first parts of even so solid. Like a lot of yeah, so yeah, solid. Yeah, 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 For real. Our grime. When, yeah. you, when grime. you go yeah, back yeah. and listen to it now, yeah, yeah. I think so solid. I think at the time they were making it, obviously, we didn't know what was going on. So exactly. we just we put it, it in garage. Yeah. It was a branch. Yeah. Off. So 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 yeah. so solid, heartless crew, and pay as you go were the first 
of the young generation right, to come okay, into UK right, music right. because wow. of the gate. Do you gate get what keepers. I'm saying? Because of the gatekeeper. Right. So, so, so they mm. were actually trying to do garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they were actually trying to. Grime wasn't even planned. No, no, you, you get what I'm saying. They were trying to do yeah, garage yeah, yeah. and made grime <laughs> come out mm. different come because out they got they're making beats for man to spit yeah, man, about straight. what's going on on the streets. Yeah, yeah. Bars, yeah. so there has like, to be an we, element that it has yeah. to be a allowed dark, for yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think so, that garage yeah. got too pretty up. I think the the mainstream took all of Garish like like um lot of the, like Mystique and those kind of bands. Yeah. And Craig David. Mm. They, but what I will okay. say what I will say, sorry to cut you, what mm. I will say is Garage had always kind of been glossy and yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was i was just shoes. gonna say that because i know we're talking about the, the political sort of industry side of it but i yeah. do want to just touch on parties because i was yeah. now at the point where i'm young enough to see people going to parties but i wasn't i wasn't old enough to get into the parties but for me that's something to this day that i always credit to the garage scene no, is that people made an effort it was to get dressed because, up and go out because what we're 100%. doing alright is taking it step by step after mm. the jungle scene alright there was a little con- infighting with them as well and jungle got deep I mean dark it got dark drum right? and bass it, and it got dark with um, the Andy C's okay, and yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of time towards 97 alright where it stopped the smiley face of jungle was over from about 97 96 remember when jungle first came out it was at the happy tea there was so much money flying around it became infighting not just my situation but there was other situations within the jungle scene and it got darker i think when the goldie came in and them, them guys came in jungle went on a kind of spooky kind of direction i don't know to me anyway it wasn't really happy anymore all right, I thought. Are you speaking about the sound or the people? The vibe, the, the vibe of jungle was moody. It was like jungle was aggressive. It was like before, like '94, '95. It was, it was like it was more party vibe, and I felt that Fine, towards okay. the '97, yeah. it was getting kind of, it was kind of dark. Yeah. So is, the you sound, think that's what drum and bass paved, made space, sorry, for garage. Is so that and I think that yeah, garage took advantage, of that, and I think a lot of the garage kids knew the jungle story and learned from the mistakes of the jungle man there, especially on the business side, right. when it comes to the mm. marketing and when it comes to the presentation, and they, and they glossed, they glossed up the thing because when garage come out. You had to be on mm. a guest list to get in certain garage mm. raves. Mm. There was a guest Wait, list. Wait, sorry, team. what was there before? No, it was just a normal rave. You got in a normal rave. All right, but then there comes some guest list team. There was some guest list. <laughs> yeah, and you had to be wearing certain. It's like certain. It was a, it was like a, 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 a Gucci and Versace. Okay, cool. And so Jungle I'm... was on that. Jungle was a rag team. Right, okay. You know okay. what I mean? Jungle was a rag team. But, but let me, Jungle but let me got uptown. Let me ask this then, because now, <laughs> I mean, one of the things that I don't love in party culture. Is tables and people buying bottles. Well, this is shit. Garage bought all that so, in. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask. Is this, is, so who who started tables and buying bottles? Garage, man. Okay, right. That was a pure, pure guest list, some pure VIP. <laughs> Everybody wanted up on VIP. Oh, Gab was telling you, say, yeah, are you going to the rave tonight? I'm on the VIP. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't even hear about the rave. It's like, Gab was killing you with that. You know, I'm on the VIP. You know what I mean? Everybody's wanting to be on VIP. One of the things I've really enjoyed doing whilst hosting this podcast has been to talk more about, because I think people also automatically assume oh, there was no women around everyone's sort of like no one ever speaks about the women and yes there's obviously um, a sort of it's, it's, it's not equal in terms of how many men to women there are yeah. but there are always still a very there's always a very present space and place for women in a yeah. lot of these genres of music 100%. we've heard obviously about the fact that it was Michelle that was even getting no, you we, to go to these parties we so do it for the I'd girls I'd love to hear for for the garage scene, in terms of artists, we know obviously there were artists that were putting music out, but did you guys see and feel that there was space for women in these spaces, whether they wanted to make the music or go to the parties? Even though Jungle obviously was uh, um, a genre of music that welcomed women into the clubs, do you feel like Garage uh, was something that really allowed women to... It did. I, I, think, I, think, I think so. I think what happened with Definitely. Grime, what, more what, than what, what Grime should have in, in, invited the girls then more? It was a pure gangster thing, which was cool. Which was cool. It was an attitude. The man named Depp on his thing. Everybody dead. I'm the baddest man in the room. Nobody can't test me. Everything dead. That's Everything crime, dead. Maybe. That's yeah. crime, fam. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. man dead. Nobody can't test me. Yeah, Anything yeah. test dead. Everybody, yes. you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it is. That's yeah. basically the topic. I'm a bad man. You're not a bad man. Yeah. That's basically yeah. that's basically <laughs> crime. I'm a bad man. You're not a bad man. Love. That's the bit. Yeah. And I think if they did the, 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 at um, that time, definitely. If, if they'd come yeah. in other topics, two gal lyrics, squeeze into. But you know what? But the thing is, do you know? Do you know, do you know the wickedest thing? When Graham first started, yeah, there was a few, there was there was quite a few girl artists. I didn't know any female jungle MCs. I didn't know one. The only okay, female true, I knew true, true. was DJ Rap. 
they didn't get a chance to grow as artists. Then it, like, I didn't know. Yeah, it's true. I, it's true. To this day, I don't know one female jungle. Yeah, jungle. I'm not saying that there ain't none. Yeah, but, but just they, they yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, when you had Garage and yeah. you heard Miss Dynamite and mm, Stortion, mm, mm, all these people, mm, I was like, mm, oh, like. Yeah. So when you say did, I totally agree with that because yeah. that was the first UK music that I started hearing. Yeah, female artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that there was female DJs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Artists, the artists. Yeah, for me, started. With garage, yeah. but and then when yeah. by the time Grime started, you had Chaisty, Fury, mm. like yeah. No Lay. Yeah. There, there was yeah, a few. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. a few well, lioness. There was Grime. There was some wicked Grime girl, and there was they were hard. Yes, yeah. there was there was there was. There was I used to watch them on the thing, the man on Channel U and the thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah, some yeah, girl yeah. that was they were scary, fam. There yeah. was some yeah. girls that go hard on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Grime started small in the bedrooms of young black kids in East London, fusing styles that had gone before it to create something fresh. It grew into a music form loved, respected, and copied the world over. But I do want to touch on, especially now we've got two people in the room that are from different generations and styles of music, um, something that always happens across the world is how music and culture relates to the political side of life. Yeah, and it would be interesting to hear from both of you, from a grand perspective and a jungle perspective and a reggae perspective, coming mm -hmm. from England. Mm -hmm. How did you see the music that you guys were listening to and making and rapping on and writing lyrics to? Did you see it affect or be connected with the actual political state of the country? Well, I, I came into the music right when at a time when there was Brixton riots and Notting Hill riots, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of um, racial tension and a lot of sus law where the police could stop you at any time and search you. Right. So the kids were very vexed and very, uh, there was a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, uh, it was about to boil, a boiling point basically. Right. So the music was a part where we could express, we can get certain, 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 certain teachings and messages in at the music to make us, even to, even sometimes to, to cool our spirit down mm. sometime or to, or to express what we're feeling right. and other people understand what we're feeling so the music was like a way of not being violent being musical if you've got something to say say it in mm. music so the music reggae music for me was that kind of okay. platform right. so that's why i've always agreed with um with reggae it's, it's a way that you can have a social a social view you can you can have a social uh you know something was going on right now if you don't agree with it you can write about it mm -hmm. and that's what i liked about reggae um, in jungle it didn't give me so much of that chance because jungle's more of a hype and the yeah. vibes i would say jungle and garage didn't really have they didn't have that, that element that, that, to it. they no, were more that, sort of entertaining yeah, but then grime i feel like the Yes. The, just literally by design of what it is, it is a political yeah. genre of music. Um, and that is probably, maybe, maybe one of the reasons why the gatekeepers didn't really want to lay it in because yeah. it, was, it was a bit too risky, it was a bit too raw. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, we're talking about stuff that's going on today in the road. Like, the man them are talking about pina colada, ice cream shaker. Like, them lyrics were sick. Yeah. But they were hosty lyric. Yeah. Yeah, no one was talking yeah, about. Yeah. No one was talking about real life. Social yeah. issues. You get what I'm saying. So that's where we came in. And then to add to that, it didn't feel right spitting about or emceeing about real stuff that's going on over some happy garage yeah, 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 beat. Yeah, yeah. You needed something. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even Wookie, I yes, would say, yes. Wookie had a hand in starting Grand because yes. Wookie, some of Wookie's oh, songs. Yes, yes, yes. Dun, 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 They were the songs we wanted to spit on yeah, it was yeah, like, Garage. It was like Vibes, it, man. One of the reasons why Wookie's still one of the greatest producers of all yeah, time man. is because he's one of the few producers that talks through his production. Is that He doesn't have to say lyrics. I can hear. Clear through the music, yep. yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, that is, I'm so glad you yeah. brought him up for his yeah, go because true, the garage true. into grime, um, whatever that's called, that sort of yeah. transition between, he sits in the centre of that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He, that's so he, true. He, his name has to be mentioned yeah. along with, because that's why I say it can't, it's not one person that start grime. Yes, Wiley can be, it, it, it was the person that, spearheaded it. it and mm. was the face of yeah. to, to say that actually this is our sound he was the yeah. first person to say right, right this is our thing mm. but like, man... and even when he said that it wasn't even called Graham then yeah. you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, yeah. he was calling it Esky Beat Esky, and, yeah. and there was a couple other names flying around cool, but cool. Graham came came into it maybe a, a year or two in yeah. it was the media yeah. that started media calling it Graham you know yeah, what I'm saying said, as they do Keep Wookie even Sticky Sticky had one and two 
Sticky had one and two beats that yeah, were, were when kinda, you listen to yeah, it now, yeah, it's true, it's true, it's it was gram. Yeah. It's true. When you listen true. to it now, it's true, it's true. Maybe it's then true. you wouldn't have said because he, he might have had a, I don't know, someone singing over it. With grime being that thing where it's, it is a collection of loads of different things, politics, yes, um, clashing. Yeah. Again, this goes back to us saying that it it held the weight of so many different things that came before it. Mm. Do you think grime would be what it is now if the clashing didn't happen? If people just made not. songs, definitely not. It would be a, it would be different. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be anything, mm. but it would be different. So the clashing part of grime comes from dancehall, and not just the clashing, the the live stage show element to mm -hmm. how we perform, mm -hmm. especially in the early days, came from dancehall. Yeah. It's interesting though, us talking about there being space for women in these genres. We saw women MCing on Grime. I did I rarely saw women clashing though. Mm, I rarely saw yeah. women MCs in mm, clashes. Mm. I don't know why that was a reason that there's no one here to ask, but I wonder what the reason was that that felt like a space where or maybe there just weren't enough MCs to go against each other. Because I'm sure I, you can answer, yeah. because as an MC, as a male MC, would you have felt comfortable clashing a woman? No way. <laughs> it's it, it's no weird to think way. about, isn't it? You've won. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. You've won. Yeah, you win. You win. You win. I can't be doing that. with. But no. I do. A part of me is... No, I, no, no. And you can speak to maybe in the jungle scene. I know we said mm. that there weren't many women, but... Mm. I feel like they were skanking they were on the dance floor yeah but That's I feel like there, have, there being space for women to come on and do exactly what the men were doing would have would have changed the, the root of grime as well mm. imagine we've got legendary clashes now that people will speak about to the end of time but imagine there was one that had women in it mm. that would be insane grime went quiet for a bit and then it yeah. phased out and then you started getting f uh, fabric and forward and all these mm. type of raves yeah that was ram, no yes, trouble. Yes, yes, yeah. But there's no girls there. There's what? couple, but it's yeah. not really yeah. like before. <laughs> you get me? Said <laughs> a tune called "More Girl." All right, go again. We need some more girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, man, swing up for it. I'm saying, man, on the team. I was like, hey. but all the girls they made remember, a tune asking for the girls yeah, to come back. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early, some of them so, came back though. Yeah, they <laughs> did. Some of them came back. Women love that tune. That's a yeah, big tune, fam. Women love that tune. Come on, you call for the girl. Yeah, come, no, fam. Shout out to women, no, because women love that tune. And that came from us I being in a tune. rave, just freestyling, saying, right, there's beer. That's your tune, isn't it, fam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. gold right there, fam. 100%. Love yeah. that. Love them bars there, fam. One of the things that I learned whilst hosting this podcast was how, so Omar, who made There's Nothing Like This, he was talking about how Pirate Radio was the reason that that song. Yeah, man. became what it was, it was, it was, which was news to me because Pirate Radio was always an electronic you need to hear space. About, you, 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 I yeah. thought Pirate Radio was for electronic music, drum and bass, grime, etc. But to nah. hear that Pirate Radio has been Fam, instrumental in Black British music no, 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 for no, no, soul no, so days, yeah, I, really I, I mentioned this in my book. Station FM I talk about this in my book. Pirate F Pirate Radio mm. was 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 originally the black the black music station. Right. When you want to hear Reggae, ska, mm. lovers rap revival, mm. even some hip hop, or some soul, or some rare groove as right. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You see, pirate radio, especially when we first started going on pirate radio, that's what you was writing lyrics for. We wasn't, I wasn't writing lyrics for, for songs. Song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was writing lyrics to go on radio. Like, mm -hmm. if you get onto radio, that was the, that was like being playlisted. Now. Of course, it was yeah, yeah. big thing. Like it was You're even famous. more than me. Like, if you get on radio. Them times there, like you've made it mm, basically. Yeah, yeah, man. Like that's what you that's what you want to do is get on yeah, radio. Man. Yeah, man. Like if you could even go to the studio and even see someone like Skib or whoever, you you probably lose yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like pirate radio was everything. Ultimate. Them times, and you tape everything. it as well. I mean, if you go on the radio, you got about twenty people out there taping it. You know. Oh, I was you one of the tape. people. You I had to tape. when my in, in, when in my brothers first went on radio. My job, my only job was to wait for the show to start yeah, and, then, and record it. Yeah. it. You <laughs> And I had to sit there and then when the tape finished, I had to quickly it take it out, flip it over fam, and yeah, press yeah, yeah, yeah. Fam, we That was on, my job. When we went on the radio, Pirate Radio, and we DJ, Panaman Show, you come to Panaman Show, and it's DJ, chat some lyrics, you know, chatting the man's playing tune. Yeah. And then you went home and somebody will come in and say, I just heard you on the radio. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. this, fam. Yeah. yeah. It's like this. And remember, radio at that time was way more popular than it is now. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to hear from you. As someone who started writing lyrics on jungle music and now lives in a time where there are so many businesses, projects, people, entrepreneurs, the amount of success that 
the UK has seen from people that came from grime. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a boring question, but did you think that that was possible? And how does that make you feel? It sounds like such a boring question, but I just want to hear from someone who really understood that something happened by accident. It was mm. all having a bit of fun. <clears throat> and mm. now we have millionaires mm. off of the back of that accident. What does that feel like? And did you think it was possible? Um, I don't think I even thought about if it was possible or not. Because I couldn't see some of the things that people from the scene have achieved. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see it, much less think it. Right. I couldn't see it. Yeah. Remember when I first started, I couldn't even see a career in this. Remember like... We was just, like I said, trying to get on pirate radio, mm-hmm. paying money to get on subs. Like, I'm paying money to do this, whereas when you're starting, you're trying to make money. But over time, um, I think once I saw the international appeal, mm-hmm. that is when I started believing, okay. like, and not, not, not because I didn't believe in what we had. I just thought this was a... UK Europe thing mm-hmm. do you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. I knew that they got it in Europe and so because we'd, we'd been doing shows in Europe yeah so I get it even though a lot of them didn't understand it the Americans are hearing it the Jamaicans are hearing it like people mm-hmm. in Canada yeah, are yeah, hearing it, it man. Australia there's big talk like, a lot of my, like a lot of my I think my third highest f- uh, fan base is in Australia All them do you get what I'm yeah, saying yeah, it's so big in, it's, yeah. it's um I'm not just talking about America. I'm not just talking yeah, about. America. I'm talking yeah. about the rest of the world. The rest of the world, yeah, like, yeah. and when I see that, oh, people, like places that can't even just about talk English, <laughs> like big fans, are big. Not just listen to it; they actually the theory, follow man, it. They follow you it get what I'm saying? Religiously, there's a wealth of knowledge that your generation has. That when it's used correctly in the way that you mm. use it, it, you know the possibilities and the 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 routes for success are so broad because yeah. you are able to that. I was looking at some of the names here that we've got from um, Lord of the Mics, which was a pioneering mm-hmm. DVD mm-hmm. Um, se- series. It's a TV show. Yeah, man, yeah. Man. Let's yes, be honest. Yes, it's a TV yeah. show that was released on DVD. DVD yeah, yeah. SBTV, Jamal Edwards made so rest in perfect peace. Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. who picked up a camera and documented yeah, that something cool. that he just thought was cool. It's mm-hmm. all these different things. Knowing, having a knowledge of what came before you, if you use it correctly, it allows you to create and to go further than, mm. you know, the rest of this year. People talk about drill a lot, and I'd love to hear both of your opinions on drill music because it is unique in that it started on the internet. I don't know any genres that have done that. I don't. I think our lifetimes are almost like an experimental journey because a lot of the mm. things that we see are the first time we've seen them. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. I wonder, from your perspective as people that have been in music for long enough, how do you think you would be if you started as an MC now on drill? Mm-hmm. What do you think your careers would look like 10, 15 years oh. from now? Because drill obviously is an offshoot of, just like grime yeah. was an offshoot of different things, drill was an offshoot of all those things as well. Yeah. Um, that is a really good question. So bearing you. in mind, you came up writing your first lyrics to Jungle. Yeah. So I imagine a drill MC probably came up writing R- their first lyrics to grime. To grime. Oh. I think if I was to start writing to drill, mm. I would have grown up listening to maybe some some of the early rappers mm. and like some of the early grime artists. Now, my favorite people would have been like to me when grime first started or around the early days, all the MCs were like superheroes. They were so different from each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone that yes. came was about to spit. They said something crazy. Yes. Then the next guy, yeah, man. He sounds nothing like yeah. it. Yeah, man, I just love but that. He's, saying, I he's saying a mad thing, yeah, but the style yeah. that he's saying it yeah, in. Man. So mad. to me, I used to liken it to superheroes. That. Like yeah, it everyone's was. got their own Character. kind of thing. Special you get what I'm power, saying? Yeah. So I would have just latched onto someone that, I, like, one of my favorite superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been my thing, whether yes. it would have been Dizzy, whether it would have been D Double, would have been Skep, whether it would have been Frisco, oh. whoever. I would have mm. latched onto someone and said, right, that's my style. Mm. And then put my own twist on, twist it. on it do you yeah. get what I'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. so that that would have been and then obviously the beats the the, um, the drill and gram share similar tempos yes, so yes, the yes. tempos are similar mm-hmm. but then the pockets are different because of the the drum patterns okay so to me that part just as a technical MC that's giving me 
like dancehall-y kind of Okay. Vibe. Do you get okay, what I'm yeah. saying? So, so on that yeah. part, that's, yeah, the, 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 you're going to hear a dancehall yeah, influence come out on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been my kind of angle to kind of... You'd have gone on a ragga angle. Yeah, because mm. when I hear drill, when I hear like dancehall style over drill, it sounds so sick to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yes. it sounds so yeah, sick. I agree. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's like that's when you do it right, when you do it right. Do you know what's so funny about what Frisco's saying? He has yeah. a son yeah. who is of the right age yeah. to have his favourite, his own dad. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly what you just said yeah. is like, and but then be in a time where drill music is drill music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he That's can true. go and make grime if he wants to, but yeah, yeah, in yeah. his space and in his world. No, his world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it must, that must feel weird. Keep I don't it moving. Know. I always yeah. think having children's man because it's you, but later, like, later in, in the world. It's, it, it's like, it's especially because he does music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I got a song on my latest project on my EP, the Tottenham EP called Peanut Punch. Yeah. And this is the first time me and him's done music together. Yeah. So even just doing that and shooting the video for it was a milestone for me. <laughs> like it, it, me- it meant so much to me, yeah, innit? Because yeah. Yeah. he's been asking me for ages, like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. Like, like I got this song, he sent me bare songs before and I'm like, it's not the right time yet yeah, to do it. Yeah. But Trust me, it's coming. Mm. Like, yeah, I know yeah, when yeah. we do it, it's going to be a banger. And yeah, the song that we've done it is a banger. Oh, like, that's one of my favourite songs to, to perform today. Hey, let's wrap up with a question that's impossible to answer, but I like asking impossible questions. We'll go, we'll go Jungle, UK, Garage or Grime. You can pick a song from any of those three genres. Um, but what I love to do is to give people, after listening to this podcast, taking in all this information, that's a lot of it's probably new to them, mm. give them a song that speaks to what we've been talking about. So if someone said to you right now, um, I always use an alien as an example. If an alien asked you, what is the song that is going to sum up UK, black, jungle, garage or grime? What's one tune? It doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be loads, but just give us one song. <sighs> to just sum up with, all the genres? Just, no, just go with your gut. What's the one song that, it's just an entry point. You know They're going to listen mind. to other things. You know what came yeah. in my mind? But what's good, yeah, go on. What's it going to be? Week. You said an Astro. That's a big tune still. I don't know what P- this is. Jungle. Peter Bouncer. Jungle. Uh, Congo Nati. Congo Nati, okay. I'm boom, a junglist. Yeah, 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 you remember the bass tune. line drop on that yeah, five? I love tune. That big kills tune. me, man. I just, that, that gets me. I don't one. think that is an impossible question. It is, but it's supposed to be. Play that one. Don't be yeah. stressed out. Look, your eyebrows are touching. I'm stressed. Because I'm trying to answer it. No, but just go top level. What come in your head? This is someone Bearing in mind, this whole podcast is about us talking about the history of black British music and culture. I've so got it's a few. Just, it's just a song. It's Can just... I say more than one? Okay, sure. Yes, break the rules. Yeah, I think I need to say more than one. <laughs> I'm gonna say another like, one as right, well. Do you know what? All right, I put it like this: If someone that's ne- that wanted like a a history lesson on UK music mm. from like then till mm. now, there's songs that I would say for every generation. Let's go, Frisco. Generation. Hello. Just give me just the song. song. Look, do you... he's trying to reason. <laughs> he's trying to reason. Technical. Too technical. What is the song? <laughs> I've listened to the podcast. Wow, all this information is so amazing. You know what? I want to get into everything he's been talking about. Song number one is. <laughs> <laughs> Song number one. I know exactly what it is, and I can't believe no one said it. I'll wait for you guys. What I is the you... answer, Frisco? There ain't no answer. There's not a right or wrong answer. No, to there this isn't. That's why but... I said it's impossible. So just pick a song. They're going to listen to loads of other songs after. But I, if, I, if I be honest, it's going to be biased and it's going to be a song that I like. Okay. I'm just picking you yeah, a song that I, want, I like. Yeah, yeah, we want yeah, your yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Oh, you, you just want like. a song that I like? Yeah, that, I don't want that, a song that, that you don't to, like. That used to bang a lot. A tune that used to bang secretly. Like, it used to just, like, I'm repeating. What is it, Frisco? <laughs> I've had okay. a few. I can see that the song is hit. Is that <laughs> I can see it on your face. There's a few. What All right. is the song called? Three, two, one, go. Murder, Kalashnikov. Wicked. Cry, Swiss. Yeah, yes! Yeah, Tubby T. Me no wanna bling bling. Oh, no wanna bling bling. I love that tune, I love that tune. That's a big yeah. tune, yeah. Them three. Um, there's another one. This guy's making a whole playlist there's now. There's something look. else. It's getting in. There's something else. Kano, P's and Q's. Um, Hello? I just wanted one song. Uh, You've given me I'm gonna give you five. Okay, Let five. me just give you one more. Okay, one more. Um... And if we bring it forward a bit. Uh, uh. And this is me purposely not saying none of my songs, by the way. Yeah, okay. Um, I would say Skepta. Um, Skepta Shutdown. Yeah, that's because your final these five. Are, these are all moments. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. Yeah, these are <laughs> all moments. I can see he's stressed because he's still got more songs. Yeah. You said you were going to give me another man. one. What was the other one you were going to give? Um, um, 
21 seconds. Uh, oh, you are getting on my nerves. You're I getting on my nerves. 21 seconds. You didn't say incredible. The fact that none of you said incredible. I can't say my own I'm tune. Not say, I'm not saying. You I'm can't say my own tune. You had a cassette tape. Yes. How long were cassette tapes? I, I think said, they were 80 minutes. There was, I can't there say my 60, own tune. There was 120. Yeah. And you had yeah. a cassette tape that only had one song in it. Yeah. And you made incredible. Yeah, I can't and say. I asked you both. Yeah. For a yeah. song and none, none of you said incredible. Well, I can't say no. my own tune. I was thinking it. No, no, no. I was thinking it. Oh, you're thinking it? Yeah, I was thinking okay. it. I, said I believe that. that. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was actually thinking it. I said incredible. A hundred. There, there, um, there's no <laughs> too late now. It's too late. Doubt. It's too but late, too listen, late. listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I purposely didn't say one of mine or one of Jenna. No, we didn't say okay, that. We didn't, sure. we didn't want to be. Okay, well, I'm, I'm saying. I'm thinking about I'm thinking that we first. Said, okay, sure. I, I'm saying incredible by Jenna. No, hundred percent. Thank you. Thank you. I can't argue with that. If someone's starting out. You're going to go and you're going to find... Oh, all the, t- see, you know you're changing saying? it now. Uh, no, I'm changing it. I said if an alien comes down, they're going to listen to the she podcast. said alien? Yeah. yeah. I she said, said alien? I said if alien an alien comes, comes down and doesn't... Did you? Know anything, yes. Yeah. I didn't hear that part. But after a few, this, a few after this podcast, yeah. the first that song that anyone should listen to is Incredible by General Levy. Yeah, Incredible. And earlier. then... And then Twenty one, um, and no, after Incredible, they should listen to original, original Nutter. Nutter. Yeah. Nutter, yeah, 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 and then I go agree. from there, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, then tell Spotify to do the thing that it does, where it just picks the, yeah. the songs. Yeah, that yeah. Dizzy tune, that Tubby, um, that Tubby song. That, as well. uh, I love you was a bad tune. Yeah, uh, Dizzy, Dizzy did uh, did bust up the place. Then you get just screechy, walk and skank. <laughs> You know about that tune there? No. I know it. Oh but my it sounds hard. God, man. It sounds mad. Just hard, screechy. It? <laughs> no, the way you said it as well. Walk, Walk and skank. <laughs> when the beat dropped, though, with Black Adrenaline and Cox, no, and the way they done that it. tune, when it dropped, when the bass um, dropped. Yeah, I'm saying. Ding, yeah. Ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Tunes don't drop hey, no more. Hey, there ya. Hey, Badaya. 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 Walk and skank. Oh, is that the tune? Oh, okay. Walk and skank. Walk. Guys, guys, you're good. I love that tune. I had no idea that tune was called Warbeck. Guys, thank you so much. Yeah. This has been a pleasure. I've learned loads today. I always uh, feel like when it comes to the grime topic, I know everything, but I don't know everything. So thank you both. Now, big up, big up, big up, Frisco, man. He's, a, he's an big artist that I respect, man. I respect this artist, this Frisco, is, man. This is, this, is, this is one of the one of my first and biggest inspirations into wanting to write lyrics. So big up wow, the general. Amazing. You get me? Thank you. Thank you. My yeah. pleasure, man. Respect for that. The rise of jungle, UK garage and grime is a tale of a community that was black, British and proud. Rather than looking backwards towards their parents' or grandparents' homelands, nor perceiving America as some form of black mecca, this era showed the innovation of black artists to create something distinctly for, from and of the UK. Jungle, UKG and grime couldn't have happened anywhere else and that is the truth. This podcast series is brought to you by The Black Curriculum and next we'll be joined by the founder, Lavinia, alongside their comms manager, Addy, to recap on the season and find out more on why they wanted to create this podcast series. I have learned so much during all of these conversations with our amazing guests. I hope you guys have too. Until next time, I am Julia Adenuga. Thank you so much for listening. The Sounds of Black Britain podcast is brought to you by The Black Curriculum and produced by Unedited. Presented by me, Julie Adenuga. Our executive producer is Andrew Spence. The series producer is Sifa Inchi. Our assistant producers are Akeem Moore Nickel and Bookie Fadipe. This episode was filmed by JJ Jemio. The series is written by Drew Christie. Our sound designer is Tony Onuchuku. 